Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Stop newsfeed. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. And I realized this summer, Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show, whether you want to claim that title or not, um, will mark Sports title. <laughs> the, the title. Uh, so I moved here. I'm going to need help on the math. So I moved in here, I moved to Atlanta uh, in August of 1996. Okay. And I'm reminded of August because it's been so hot. So August of 2019, 96. Is that 23 years yeah, I'll be here? 23. That That's crazy. Um, I never, ever expected I would be in Atlanta for 23 years. I moved here. I had family here. I thought two years tops and mm-hmm. then something else, you know? And it's it's been, tw- it'll be 23 years this August that I've been in, and much to the chagrin of the native Atlantans. They do not like the fact that I've been down here 23 years. But I realized that everyone here on the show is not from Atlanta. I don't think anyone's from Atlanta. Nobody is. There, I mean, there's a few like uh, like Doug Turnbull's native, uh, oh, Alex sure. Williams is native, Ashley Frat. Oh, I guess they're all all the traffic people because you need yeah. to, be to know the road. Yes, yeah. But on the Mark Aram show, um, I realized that we're we're all transplants. I, yeah, and I was about to say outsiders, but that's a that's <laughs> Transplant a nice word. Sounds transplants. Better. So I and I, I just realized as much as uh, I love you guys and know you so well, I don't know. What brought you down to Atlanta? And we'll start with the uh, the enigma that is Deb Green. First off, how long have you been in Atlanta? I moved here right after 2000, like that winter, so maybe February, I think. Okay. Because so, I missed the Super Bowl. Like gotcha. I remember the Super Bowl was here. The Ice Bowl, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't live here yet, so I moved here in February in 2000. So I've been here a long time, too. And after school, like after college, I knew I didn't want to move to Chicago because that's the closest, biggest city to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching the Olympics um, when I was a kid, and thinking, hey, Atlanta looks like a cool city. And they were kind of getting the music scene at sure, that time. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, maybe I'll just move to Atlanta for a while. And if it's not cool, I'll just come back to Chicago. And then I met somebody at a concert, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to in Atlanta, and I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, I know somebody down there. And then so I just moved here randomly. Who did you know? Do you want to just divulge that? He still lives here, so I shouldn't say okay, his name. Okay, fair but, enough. But yeah, just, you moved here for a guy, is what she's no, saying, Chuck. No, not really. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So what, what was your experience like? So when I moved down, and I'll, I'll go further in depth in my uh, story. It was it was the week after I graduated college. I rented a U-Haul. I uh, towed my Mazda six two six behind the U-Haul. You had enough stuff for a U-Haul? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, I, brought, I, I mean, my... honestly, your stories. I'm surprised. <laughs> well, I, well, I had a lot of furniture, and I remember my dad. Uh, you know, again, your parents are always right. I rented this huge U-Haul. It was very expensive. It was twice expensive to take the U-Haul from New York to Atlanta than Atlanta because everyone was moving to oh, Atlanta at sure. that time. And my dad's like, you're wasting your money. Why are you taking this garbage furniture to Atlanta? Right. I'm like, it's my furniture. You know, I was attached to it. Got me through my lean years in college. Sure enough, like six months into my Atlanta, I was like, this furniture stinks. <laughs> and I wound up chucking it anyway. So that's what I did. I graduated college, packed up the U-Haul, towed my my truck, uh, my car down here with my buddy Scratchy, 
He came down with me, and I and I was here. What was your process of moving down here? Uh, so when I finished school, I worked on the farm for a little while longer before I figured out where I wanted to go. And then at that time, what was I driving then? I don't even remember. But whatever fit in my car was what came with me. I didn't bring anything else with me. I didn't tow anything. Whatever yeah. fit in my car. I slept on a sleeping bag for a couple of weeks until I bought furniture. Where did you? When, did you have an apartment? Like, how did you get yeah, hooked I, up? Yeah. Well, um, what did I do? No, I moved here, and I crashed with somebody, and then I found an apartment in Decatur. Okay. And then I stayed in Decatur for a while until I bought my house. Gotcha, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck. What? How? What? First of all, we'll start with what brought you to Atlanta and when. Uh, when did I move down here? August of thirteen. So you're a so, you're a newbie. Yeah, yeah. six years. Okay, this coming up on six. Why do years? we all come here in August? Because we want to move to when it's hot. <laughs> she what, came in. I came in the, the winter. winter. Okay, well, that you're was smarter. smarter. Uh, and you came down because of Erickson. I came down because of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I you met him online. I stalked him online on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I stalked him on Twitter. Yeah, and then I came. I came down here. I made a fake reason for coming down here so I could meet Pete Spriggs, mm-hmm. and uh, Pete Spriggs is our program director. Yes, for, in case you don't our know. boss. Um, and so then I had his contact information and he had a face to the name and then I just peppered him with emails. Nice. I, I did. So I that just works. Inundi- yeah, it did. I just, I wouldn't go away. Yeah. Um, until there was an opportunity for me to, to come to work here. And so then I moved down. I was in Missouri at the time. So I just packed up my stuff and my two dogs and I got an apartment and moved down. I've got many questions for you. We're talking about how, how the Mark Aram crew Myself, Deb Green, Loti, and Longori got to Atlanta. I'm the longest uh, active member here. By here far. Since 96. Chuck's the newest, but came down in two, 2013 because of his man crush on Eric Erickson. Yes. And, and you just emailed Pete Spriggs out of the blue, our program director, and, and said what? Yeah, I just emailed him. Well, I knew who he was yeah. because I researched the station, yeah. and I knew Erickson was working for the station. So I just figured he was the guy I needed to hound. So I did. So and I hounded him. him for a job. Like, what? Well, well, yeah. I'm curious to that. What worked to get you in the door here? That's very interesting. And being annoying. Yeah. Honestly, I think it was being annoying. Yeah. I just, I, I every week, eh, maybe every week what for a while. What did you say you wanted to do? Whatever. Anything. Produce mostly. Gotcha. I mostly just said producing. Yeah. But I, I was willing to do whatever. Yeah. I shied away from board hopping because yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to do that. Yeah. Um, no offense, Longoria. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I. Uh, it's a noble job. Yes. Um. Yeah, I just I wanted to I wanted to produce. I you know if there were on air opportunities, but it wasn't my sure. go to thing. I, I wasn't. I'm that impressed interested. by that, Chuck. That's are you not Deb? Like that was that's pretty. I feel like that's how you get into radio. I just yeah. bothered my program director with tapes until they let me do an air shift. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, when I, my very first job in radio, I just went to every radio station unannounced and said, "I need to speak with your program director," and they'd all look at me like, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, "I just I, is he Chuck. is he in?" Yeah, and I finally one guy was like. I need a guy on the weekends, actually. And I was like, great, I'll do it for yeah. next to nothing. And they hired me. So it's so. funny. I, I don't know if I've told the story on this version of the Mark Aram show, how I got hired here. So I came down to work at CNN, at CNN Sports. Oh. Um, like I had a, a job offer from CNN SI, it was called. Yeah. Things didn't work out. Time Warner bought them. It was a, it was a whole I was basically down here with no job. Was working at my uncle's cigar store in Buckhead. Met a guy named uh, Bob Giordano. Worked at Channel 2, producer. Uh, he'd come in, smoke stogies. I'm like, I want to get in the media business. I want to do this. He's like, well, do you want to do radio? It's easier to get into radio. And I'm like, sure. I had zero radio experience. So he got me a contact of a guy, and I, I, it kills me that I forgot his name. He used to run the Braves radio network. His name was Gary. I can't remember his last name. So he calls me in for an interview. I send my resume, like I mail him a resume back in the day. Calls me in for an interview, and he offers me a job 
um, it was it was a sports marketing job back when we had the Braves, mm-hmm. the Hawks, and the Bulldogs. And basically, I was I was just going to be the muscle of the sales staff collecting from stations that hadn't paid their network oh. dues. You're and he offered muscle. me this job. <laughs> and again, I'm working at a cigar store. I've got no, and I turn it down. And I go, you know, I really want to be on the air, man. I appreciate it. Like, how dumb am I? Like, wow. Foot yeah. in the door. Like, a decent job, too. Like, this was legit job. Yeah. Turn it down. He passed my resume to Promotions. Promotions calls me in for interview. Hey, we got this part-time gig, 29 hours. You'll be doing this. You go to Braves games, concerts, whatever. That's where most people start. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to do sports on the air. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I appreciate it. Clark Howard's producer uh, back at the time, she was the assistant program director, calls me in, offers me another job, like a sales assistant job. Nope. I want to do, and she's looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, wow. what? I know what I want to do. So finally, she calls me back the next week. She's like, all right, we have an on-air position. It's traffic. Do traffic for two weeks, and we'll move you into sports. I was like, sold. So I came down. Chris Camp had to approve it, and he saw I was from Connecticut. He's like, oh, you're hired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. I had no tape. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Yeah, but what? like the- I the, can't it, believe you turned it down. I know. That's crazy. Like three or four jobs. I came to this building every time. I'm like, no, I want to be on the air. What, when, it could be an on-air job. When interns would come to me looking for an intern position, and they're like, well, I just want to be on the air, they'd get blackballed immediately. I would yeah. tell the entire building, I'm yeah. like, don't even look at that resume. Yeah. And yep, and then it was in the trash. You got it. Sometimes ignorance pays off. It, yeah, <laughs> it worked well. That's the thought. All right, we're going to come back. We'll uh, find out how long Goria, the stoic Eskimo via Mexico- Ooh, that rhymes. The Eskimo <laughs> via Mexico. Uh, we'll figure out. We'll find out how he got here into Atlanta. Uh, just trying to get the uh, the origin stories of the crew of the Mark Aram Show uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back. Monday edition of the Mark Aram Show. We just heard how I came to Atlanta, how Deb came to Atlanta, and how Chuck came to Atlanta. Real quick, Longoria, how did you get to Atlanta? So I moved over here in uh, 2012. Uh, my wife had gotten a job in uh, what she went to school for, was, which was theatrical light design. She got a job here at uh, Barbizon. Um, so she had followed me around in radio for a while, and so I decided, well, it was my turn to follow her. So I said, let's do it. Uh, we didn't have any kids at the time. Um, so she got a job up here. She moved up here. I stuck back, uh, let my boss know, and uh, stuck back and sold the house and got that all ready and fixed up and everything ready to go. Told my boss that I was moving over here, and he said that he knew um, somebody that worked at Cox in San Antonio uh, program director there, and that person knew Pete. So he said, hey, here's his resume. Do you mind handing this over to somebody over there in Atlanta and see if they can get, you know, maybe give him a chance or whatever. So that's what happened. He shot the resume over to Pete. Pete looked at it. I guess he liked what he saw, and uh, he called me up and said, hey, we like, you know, whenever you get here, just let us know, and we'll set up an interview for you and all that kind of good stuff. So that's what we did, set up an interview, and Started here, um, started running the board for pretty much all the shows, and then they put us all together. Amazing. All right. Uh, Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, 
this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mark. Mar- uh, Welcome back, Mark Aram Show, the Origins Edition. How did this crew get together? We've uh, all we're all not from here. I'm from Connecticut. Low T Chucks from Montana. Deb Green from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You have no accent whatsoever. Like no. Oh, mid- I can if you want me to. Oh, did you have to work? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was kind of sexy. Awesome. That was kind of sexy. I like that. Did no. you have to work to get rid of that for radio? Or no. Is it- no. No, because my parents aren't from Wisconsin either. Okay. And Longoria, we know, has got son of a weird Eskimin, Eskimin, Eskimin Mexican accent. Um, I think I don't know. I think I've got a pretty neutral accent. Yeah. Although my yeah. parents insist that I'm picking up a southern accent. Mine no. are too. Really? Are they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it just vocabulary maybe? Because I, I don't hear it. I, I, I don't, don't hear it either. But, I mean, if they're both saying it, it you know, there's something. It might just be the vocabulary of it. Uh, I I'm fine with it. I mean. Every once in a while I'll say y'all for some reason. Yeah. I still <laughs> you know, have not sort of adopted up, that. Yeah, nope. yeah just because I'm lazy. Yeah. And I think that's why they think I am. Hmm. I got you. So, uh, back, real back, quick, back to your uh, origin story. You moved yes, to Atlanta. Sir. You didn't know anyone down here, huh? Nope, not a soul. Yeah. Didn't know anybody. So, I had to fly down for two days and, like, crash search for a place that yeah. would take two giant yellow Well, labs. you did a baby step, so you didn't go straight from Whitefish, Montana to the big city. Like, you went to Missouri first. Yeah, but I lived in a small city. Jefferson. Still, that's kind of a step up. Not really. No, not really. <laughs> no, trust me. <laughs> so this it's, is your first big city experience. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. It was terrifying. And, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really uncomfortable. I'm surprised I, you didn't wind out in, like, Bremen on a farm. I didn't want to, when I Google searched how long it was going to take to get to the station, I was like, I'm not spending that amount of time. Oh, yeah. And I was scared yeah. to death of, like, Atlanta 75, traffic. 20. Yeah, I was yeah, scared I to death of it. Yeah. So, I know, I tried to find some place that was, like, comfortable but not too far away. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, it was terrifying when I so came So, one of the big here. reasons that I moved down here was I had I had a lot of family in 1996 that lived in Atlanta. My grandmother lived here, my aunt, my uncle, and my two cousins. How'd they all end up here? It's it's a weird path, but uh, the thumbnail version is my my they're all from my aunt, and uncle, and cousins are from South Florida. My grandmother's from oh, New York, okay. Um, okay. and my cousin, oldest cousin, went to Life University to become a chiropractor. Moved here, loved it. Opened up a chiropractor uh, business business office, and then you know talked to his brother and his parents how great Atlanta was. So they moved up. They were sick of Florida. They moved up, and then they convinced my grandmother in New York to move down. So I'm like, all right, that's you know, I'll have I'll have family there, and my cousins are friends, so that was the thing. And then I'm the only one left. Like everyone else <laughs> bailed. Like, else bailed. A few years later, they're like, uh, we're out of here. So now my cousin moved to Colorado. My grandma moved back to New York. My my other cousin, my aunt and uncle, moved down to uh, Florida again. So I'm the last one standing. Yeah, but it was fun while it lasted to like actually have family here. I wish I had family. I wish they were yeah. closer. It's, it's a drawback. So expensive, and it's really get, tough yes. for you to get home. Yes. And what about expensive. you, Deb? Is it like, how far a drive home is it for you? Do you ever well, drive home? Well, it's not home because my parents don't live there anymore. Oh, but okay. they live in southern Texas now, where nothing goes to southern Texas. Even the train doesn't go down there. Yeah. So if I drive, it's about 19 hours. Oh. What? Yeah. What's I've done it. you can fly to? Well, I can it... fly to San Antonio, but then it's another then three and four and a half hours down there. So yeah. I still have to drive because, like, maybe a Greyhound, but not even a real I Greyhound. Saw your a knockoff on Fox one. News. They live yes. right on the border. <laughs> they do live right on the border. That's crazy. 19 <laughs> hours? Yeah, I've only done it twice. Like, I can do it all in one haul, but my husband can't do it. Yeah. He, he drives him crazy. I feel like con- I well, driving home to my parents is 14 hours to Connecticut. That's nothing. Like, Chicago's, what, 10 and a half, yeah. maybe? Yeah. I can do that. That's easy. Um, all right, so Deb's driving 19 hours to Texas, and we were talking during the traffic report. Montana's too far to drive. You've never I driven mean, you home? could drive, but it would take three days. Yeah. You can get, I mean, you could do it in two, two yeah, really long haul days. Yeah, I think you could do it in two. Days. 
I, I'm not. I can drive uh, 10 hours. That's you it. better get where you need to get me in 10 hours. <laughs> otherwise, I might start murdering people. So you've I can't. never driven home? No. That's See, I, I give you a lot of credit because uh, for me, like moving here was, I mean, it's Atlanta, so it's awesome. You know, it's better than Connecticut mm-hmm. um, lifestyle-wise. But um, my family is here, and it's a two-hour plane ride home. And it, back in the day, it was pretty cheap because AirTran and and uh, Delta both flew to Hartford, so they'd keep their prices in check. So AirTran was great. AirTran was <laughs> yeah. great with that. They mm-hmm. would. I mean, I never flew them, but they would keep Delta. And when yeah. AirTran left Hartford, Delta was like, "All right, we're back up to eight hundred dollars." You know, two hundred dollars for a while. But for for you, that's like really going out on a limb to get yeah. away from uh, your yeah. parents. I, yeah, well, I'm 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 as far away as I can get. Yeah. But the the states that you have to drive into. That's the other reason. You don't realize I have to cut I up realize. through like Nebraska. I know. It's all flat. Oh, Until you get no, to Wyoming. And, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up through the Dakota. No, I'm not driving that. It's too. Uh, I like the too Dakotas. boring. Oh, it'd be like. It's, I've, dr- I've driven sur- all that way. I know. Yeah, I know what it's picture like. Picture the surface of this countertop. For miles. It, for, for hundreds Ever. and hundreds and hundreds but of I, miles. I would enjoy that more no, than wouldn't. what I have to do and like drive up I 95. Through DC, Baltimore, and when Philly. you have that. cities and stuff, at least it's a distraction. Because when you're in the Midwest or that range, it's just like there's nothing around yeah. except another farm. No, yeah, it's it, it is unbelievably. Yeah. They in in fact they purposely put curves in the road <laughs> to keep away. people from falling to sleep mm-hmm. because it's so boring. Are you uh, are you mocking flyover country, Chuck? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Interesting. All right, when we come back, we'll find out. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll find out more of our origins, the origin stories. Mark Aram, Deborah Green, Low T Chuck, a.k.a. Charlie Thomas, and Andrew Joe Longoria. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. All right, welcome back. It's Monday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Just try to get you to... Uh, know the cast a little bit more how did these bananas get together and come to uh atlanta i've been here since 96 deb since 2000 Mm -hmm. chuck the newbie 2013 i guess we should thank eric erickson deb for being so vibrant and so attractive to attract uh, a young charlie thomas from missouri to come down here and uh (laughs) i guess would you was it red state is that how you knew of eric how did you know of eric red red state red state.com yeah um, some girl I was dating, her mom was like, have you ever heard of this guy? I'm like, nope. You ever heard any stuff? Nope. Here's his website. You should check it out. And that you, was do you like, thank her, uh, send her a thank you card every two weeks when you get your paycheck? No, that relationship <laughs> didn't end very well. No, the mom, though. <laughs> yeah, the oh, mom. no, believe me. I'm, no. I'm, I'm in no good graces with the mother either. So, no, I shan't be thanking Let's, her. You know, we've, we've got loyal fans here, so I want to give them some uh, sense of calmness and uh, relaxation knowing that this group of bananas is going to be here for a while. Long term, Chuck, do you think you'll ever move out of Atlanta? And if so, where and when? Uh, I would like to move back home, and so would my wife. Um, but it isn't going to be for a long time. Not for a while. Nah, like retirement-ish. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I, any, assuming nothing unforeseeable, I'm not going anywhere. No, Deb not Green. For a long time. I mean, if... A radio job came to me in London. I would go in a heartbeat. I've yeah. told my husband that, like, let's go, because he's a British citizen, yeah. so it'd be very easy to move there. But they never respond to my email, so I don't. I don't plan to. Chuck will tell you how to harass him. Yeah, it's, just not quite the same. Him, no. yeah, it's not quite the same. Radio but... Wofford? <laughs> no, not Wofford. Oh, I don't know. I just I just know that radio station from uh, Love Actually. Oh sure. There's a scene from. It's not radio much in Wofford, Wofford though. Yeah. All right. You watch a lot of terrible chick flicks, man. 
That's a really good movie. Yeah. It is a good it's, movie. It is a very yeah. good movie. Yeah, t- trust me. Go to that video rental place. Go to VHS. I don't know. I again, I thought I'd be in Atlanta two years tops, and I've been here twenty three years this August. I I don't see myself leaving until I retire, and I don't know when that's going to be. What's going on with the stations here? Um, but if I do retire, uh, or if I do leave, it's it's it will be not for a better jobs anywhere like mm-hmm. that that's it i i fell in to this job so lucky top 10 market never done radio never done tv like i'm not pushing my luck i'm not looking i was never one to be like i can't wait to go work in dallas fort worth oh or yeah Boston try to get to new york the number one. yeah, yeah i was like oh, i i know where i've got it good yeah. like i have overshot my skill level <laughs> quite a bit here so i've never had that desire to go do something else so when I I don't know when it is, but it, it will be not to work at another radio station. It will be all right. I'm living you're on done. the beach now, and I'm. Is that relax. what you're gonna do when you retire? Absolutely. Move to a beach. I'm. I cur- like I have this thing set up on uh, Trulia. I don't yeah. know. Oh, one, sure. Yeah. One of yeah. those websites. Yeah. Like it just shoots me like inexpensive beach property all over the country. Yeah. It's like here's a half acre and. Would you stay on the east coast or the west coast? East coast. Yeah. Closer yeah. to home. Yeah. Closer to home. Yeah. Cheaper. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much yeah. No doubt about it. All right, good stuff. So there's the origin stories of there the Mark Aram Show, in case you were wondering. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Mark Aram, Facebook, WSB. Uh, news, weather, and traffic next on the Mark Aram Show. This is WSB. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.